what it look like. Yo, what up? Uh, this is Chuck from the Whatever Man Podcast. And it is motherfucking Cinco de Mayo. Uh, been almost a month, probably a month, since we put out a Whatever Man Podcast. With a bunch of shit going on. I've been busy. Jaren's been busy. Uh, we're going to try to get back on the mic sometime soon. Uh, it will be sometime soon. But I felt like, honestly, I just I need to put something out. Because uh, I, I miss doing this shit. Uh, and I mean, there's been a bunch of shit that... I know both of us wanted to talk about it and we'll talk about that together as normal in our usual drunken fashion, but there's just been some shit going on lately that I feel like I want to talk about. Now, this isn't going to be a normal Whatever Man podcast. Uh, I don't even think I'm going to call it a Whatever Man podcast episode. Uh been rattling around with some different ideas about what to name it uh this is gonna be more of a update slash side episode uh and yeah it's gonna be a little bit different than the whatever man podcast uh because it's just gonna be me uh, and it's not gonna be long. Cause I know me and Jeremy sit up and bullshit for fucking hours when we get together, and uh, that's normally what we do. I'm not gonna do that because honestly, I don't like hearing myself talk for that fucking for that long of amount of time. Um, but in this last month or so. Since the last podcast, uh, I want to say, and I'm pretty sure I know Jeremy's going to say, uh, R.I.P. to the great Charlie Murphy. Uh, man gave us a lot of, a lot of laughs. And actually, he died the day after we released our last, or like a week after we released our last podcast. Uh, so that kind of sucks, because you know we definitely wanted to celebrate that man and all. Of, Last joy that man brought us, uh, so I'm gonna say it here, and I'm pretty sure this is gonna be the only time I'm gonna speak for Germ on this podcast because I don't like speaking for other people. Uh, but I'm sure I speak for him when I when I say, "God rest that man's soul," and I know him and Rick James and Prince are in heaven having one hell of a fucking party. Uh, so shout out to him. Uh, we did mention. The passing of Bill Paxton on the podcast before that. I really wanted to. I don't know why the fuck we didn't. Uh, but I want to say shout out to Bill Paxton. Uh, R.I.P. to him too. Because uh, I grew up on Bill Paxton. So uh, he's in probably five of, the, of my ten favorite movies. So uh, yeah. R.I.P. to him. So, uh, what I wanted to talk about today, and I'm going to put it more of a question because I really do want some feedback on this. Uh, I hear a lot on Twitter, online, in social media, on the media, everywhere, people talking about cultural appropriation now I understand the concept of it of somebody from one culture taking on the characteristics or the aspects of another culture and usually that's through stereotypical means uh, like a blackface party or uh, you know rocking sombreros Chicks at Coachella wearing Indian headdresses is a uh, Halloween costume. Stupid shit. Uh, and I mean, I've commented here and there on it. But one, I want to know why the fuck is it such a big deal. 
Oh. Because I get the whole aspect of people making fun of other people's cultures and that being offensive. Like, I get it. But some girl wearing a fucking headdress at Coachella because she thinks it looks cool. Is that really belittling Native American culture? I mean, to Native American, yes, I understand. It means a lot and it it means something to them uh, in a deeper sense. But to that girl, it's probably just a hat. Now, uh, a black person, I don't like seeing anybody in blackface. I think it's fucking stupid. It's very menstrually. And I don't think, but the thing is, is I don't think there's a way to put on blackface and it not be meant to mock somebody. Oh. Uh, but. I don't get offended when I see somebody, you know, a white person or any other person wearing, you know, big baggy jeans. If they want to dress like Flavor Flavor and they have a giant clock on, uh, which is appropriating, if not black culture, hip hop culture, which I also identify with, I don't find that offensive. I think you look like an asshole. And I think that's where it comes down to. Like, if I see a white person in a geisha costume i don't think they're mocking japanese people i just think you look like an asshole because you look out of place and what the fuck you're wearing i don't necessarily find it offensive but that might just be me uh so i would like to hear people's thoughts like genuine thoughts honest opinions on what the fuck the deal is because like if i go to oktoberfest I've seen black people in fucking later hosing. It, it looks stupid. I, I think you look like an asshole, but I don't think you're mocking Germans. Uh, Dutch. Who the fuck wears later hosing? I think it's Germans. Pretty sure it's Germans. Whatever. You look like a fucking asshole. And honestly, I think when I see somebody of German heritage wearing it, you look like an ass because it just looks dumb. I think dashikis look dumb. But. That's just me. Um, you know, you got a Hawaii for the evening. It, like, if you see somebody in Hawaii walking around in a grass skirt, you know, they think it's cute. And, you know, whatever that means. But you just look like an asshole. Like, you're walking around pretending it's a costume for you. And, and yeah, I'm sure you think it's fun and festive and in the spirit, but ultimately you just come off looking like an asshole. Um, and if you're cool with looking like an asshole, then, you know, that's you. Uh, I don't think there needs to be six million think pieces written about it. Uh, about all this other shit. Uh, and also the whole hair thing. Uh, coming from a person who uh, started off being bald by choice in the 10th grade. Uh, now it's kind of being forced upon me, which I do not mind because I never did like coming my from the time I was a kid. I didn't like taking care of my hair. It's just too much fucking work. Um, uh, I don't get the whole hair thing. Like I know dreads are identified with black people, but a lot of people have fucking dreads like in many different cultures. Dreads is just a way to wear your hair. Uh, the cornrowing thing, I think, is a little more synonymous with black culture and the fact that uh, all black people cornrows were seen as more of a thuggish thing, a countercultural thing, and it being appropriated by other people uh, might seem a little offensive because they don't get the same flack that black people got for wearing it, which I don't think we do now anyway. I think Alan Iverson broke that shit. Uh, but if I, I mean, I've seen a lot of, I've, I've met girls who train to fight female boxers, MMA fighters, whatnot. They all wear cornrows. And it's mostly 
utilitarian. Most female athletes, most white female athletes braid their hair back like that just to keep the hair out of their face. Uh, so it's not really uh, a thing about it. Now, I know that some girls like Kylie Jenner who's never done a fucking thing in her life other than, you know, take pictures of herself. You know, wears it to look cool. Her boyfriend, you know, she dates a lot of rappers or whatnot. And I guess she thinks, you know, that's her, her black card or black pass or that stupid ass shit where people talk about they invited to the barbecue. Um, you know, I, I get that part of it, but for most people, it's just fucking hair. Like nobody, nobody really gives a shit. Um. And I know in the days of false equivalency, everybody wants to make the argument, well, you know, black girls straighten their hair. And then there's the whole, well, that's us trying to assimilate. Like, it's it's just fucking hair. I don't know why we're making such a big fucking deal about it. Because it's not anything about cultural appropriation with hair. Like, some girls like their hair straight. Some girls like the way their hair natural. Uh... I don't give a fuck as long as it's clean. Uh, but, like, if you really want to talk about black girls appropriating another people's culture, then you would talk about all of that motherfucking Hawaiian silky they have in their hair where they're actually appropriating some poor chick in India's hair onto their head. That's actual appropriation because that is not their hair and I know you bought it but it's not your hair um uh, honestly I don't have a fucking problem with it it's you I, I don't really give a shit which you know like I said as long as it's clean and it doesn't smell I don't, I don't really give a fuck what you do with your hair um so I mean and the thing that uh sparked all of this is last night I finished the Netflix series Dear White People, and uh, which was inspired by the movie Dear White People, which I saw. Both of which are pretty well made. Um, I think the television, show, I think the Netflix series goes a little bit more in depth, and I think it's a little bit better uh, for conversation because it really goes into the nuance and the hypocrisy of young black intellectualism. Uh, and it gives voice to that annoying fucking uh, false equivalency world that we live in now uh, where somebody goes well this is wrong and then somebody else goes but if it was the opposite but it's not in most cases that shit doesn't work especially when you talk about issues of systemic racism when you talk about issues of of uh of race in general because generally when the two opposing sides go at each other they don't carry the same stigma uh you know when somebody goes you know when they pull out the the crime stat of you know Black males make up 6% of the population but commit 52% of violent crimes. And they go, well, that's not racist. That's just a fact. Uh, but when you present that out of context, it is racist. Because what you're basically trying to insinuate is that black males are more prone to violence than anybody else when the truth of the matter is is that's a criminal issue not a race or culture issue because those violent crimes are generally committed inside the black community which rarely ever touches outside of the black community uh and unless a police officer is involved uh because 92% of the time, uh, 92, yeah, 92% of the victims of those, uh, 92, 92% of, of the victims of those, that portion of black criminals or other black people. Uh, 
But that's not the point of this. The point is going, you know, if this, then what about if it was reversed? It doesn't work. It's not a, it's not a fix-all for that argument. We don't carry the same stigmas, you know. Uh, and one of the biggest things about that that kills me about the cultural appropriation thing was was reading online, which I probably do way too much of. But apparently, Miley Cyrus is giving up her whole hip hop thing. Which I never really considered her being part of the hip hop thing. I mean, I know she did a couple songs with Mike Will Made It. Uh, she did some terrible twerking in some uh, live show performances. And, you know, she had some black backup dancers twerking way better alongside her. Uh, and people were saying that she was appropriating black culture. And now that she's saying she's moving on to do more of a music that I think is probably better suited to her, uh, more folksy, more country-ish. They're saying, well, now, you know, she's used hip-hop and now she's shedding, she used hip-hop to make herself relevant in the cell and to whatnot, and now she's leaving it behind. She's discarding that costume that she wore. Uh, First of all, you motherfuckers didn't want her in hip-hop in the first place, so you should be happy that she's leaving. Uh, If you thought she was in it. I never thought she was in it. I never looked at it as a hip-hop artist. Um, I don't think she was appropriating black culture. I don't think she was appropriating hip-hop culture. I think she was appropriating whole culture. She She was a party hoe. She was more Madonna of her time than anything else. And I don't mean Madonna in terms of talent and impact and good music. I grew up with young Madonna. Uh, I was born in 78. I was a kid during the 80s. I remember what Madonna was like back in the day. And Madonna was, she was, she was the, the it girl. She was a party girl. She was a hoe. Uh, but she was a talented though. Miley Cyrus, more whole, less talent. Um, you know, she was, uh, she was appropriating anything for black culture. It was probably some black dick. Uh, but, you know, I heard that bullshit song, Party in the USA, that it came in like a wrecking ball. Uh, there's other shit. She was just smoking weed and partying and probably fucked a couple guys and chicks. And she did what young, rich celebrities do. They went out and wilded out for a couple years. You know, uh, she did it with some black people. Uh, She's hanging out with Juicy J and, you know, whatever. But I, I don't see that as appropriation. Like, you know, she wore some, she wore gold chains. She, uh, I think she had a grill. Uh, is that appropriation? Ah, I mean, if it is, it's not good appropriation, is it? And her hair, like, you know, smoking weed and drinking is not exclusively black I know plenty of country white boys who do that shit uh grown up in the south my whole life I don't I don't I don't see it I don't see I don't see it and I don't see the the reason for the outrage for it and that's what I want to talk to people about because I want to know if I'm fucking crazy I didn't really give a shit when she was doing it I don't really care that she stopped uh I didn't really think about it much Outside of that one picture that was circulating of her riding a giant inflatable dick on stage, which, like I say, that's not black culture. That's whole culture. And I know she has some shit about to say about uh, how she uh, can't really listen to hip hop much anymore because she's uh, 
she doesn't like the misogyny and, and uh, materialism and whatnot. You know, to to ride my cock, I ride in a in a Lambo with my Rolex type language. Um, okay, I mean, I can look at that one or two ways. Either she's a terrible hypocrite because that's the part of hip hop culture that she embraced at first, or she just grew the fuck up. I know she's got a, a boyfriend. I think she's dating Thor's little brother, twin brother, whoever the fuck that nigga is. Um, and I mean, that's the thing is maybe she's maybe she's trying to make that transition from hoe to housewife. I, I don't know. She's cleaning up her act, cleaning up her image. I'm sure her dad's happy about that shit. Uh, you know. And the other thing is is the argument that hip hop made her famous. That bitch was Hannah Montana. She was already famous off of all of that money she made selling all those fucking t-shirts and dolls and all this other shit because I got two stepdaughters up right up until when she lost her fucking mind and twerked on Robin Thicke at the fucking MTV Music Awards. Both of them had Hannah Montana everything. That bitch was already rich and famous. Stop patting yourself on the back for shit that we didn't do, okay? I'm all about honesty. We didn't make that bitch famous. We didn't make her hot. All right. I don't know one black person that was bumping fucking Miley Cyrus, like cosigning that bullshit. So the fact that we feel like we need to drag this bitch for some, I guess, is just stupid. And I'm not coming to the rescue of her. I just think the whole thing is fucking dumb. Um, but like I said, that's why I want to know am I alone in this? I, mean, I feel like we spend a lot of time and energy. On shit like cultural appropriation that doesn't need to be put out there. Just some shit doesn't need to be said. We know this. Uh, and I mean, like I said, I don't think it's, I don't think there's a, a giant deal about this. Now, the other part of this is after watching Dear White People, after watching, uh, after reading this shit about Miley, after. You know, uh, the whole thing with uh, Adam Jones, the baseball player, uh, getting called a nigga in Boston, uh, you know, during the game, uh, there was some, uh, they keep saying football, soccer player in uh, Italy. He's from Ghana, and he, you know, left the field in protest after getting called some racial shit at a, at a soccer match. Um I want to know, because I'm black, I was born in Los Angeles, raised in Texas. Both of my parents are from here. Both my uh, my parents are from the South. My mom's from Texas. My dad's from Mississippi. Uh, yeah, as far as I know, all of my family's from here between Virginia and Louisiana. Uh, I know for a fact that there's a black culture. Some of it's regionalized. Some of it's very regionalized. Because uh, when I go visit my dad in California, if I go to the park and play ball, there's some stuff that, you know, uh, are just basic touchstones for all black people in this country. Uh, and hip-hop, largely, I mean, even though it can be very regionalized and segmented, the slang's different uh, in the different regions you go to, there's some stuff that we all understand. You know, uh, in the 70s and the 80s, early hip-hop all focused around uh, partying, but the conscious stuff was all around uh, the way the police treated people. And that was a common thread. Uh, the struggle is a common thread among black people because that's something that we all in different iterations and throughout generations have experienced that links us. So there's a culture built around it. There's a culture built around certain foods, certain types of music, uh, certain fashion trends that would just, I don't want to say universal, but near universal or close enough to where when a black person moved in different areas, unless he went way the fuck out somewhere in this country, they were pretty common, pretty close. So, 
when people say black culture, black American culture, I see it. Now, I don't see that with uh, Caribbean people because each island has its own culture. Each island has its own flip on the music. I mean, there's certain similarities, but say like black Dominicans and Haitians, they don't have the same culture. They live on the same fucking island. Um, there's some commonalities, but in a way, there's, there's just not, not all Africans are the same. So there's no dominating black culture, but in America, there's black American culture. I don't see that with white people in this country. Uh, mostly because if you white in this country you're not pigeonholed into something like all black people no matter what their background at some point it's all just lumped in as black culture like if your parents come to this country and they're from Africa or they're from Jamaica or they're whatever then they're West Indian they're Caribbean they're African but you all of a sudden are assimilated into a whole of black culture uh, you have roots and heritage and all this other stuff but when people see you and if you primarily speak English they're going to assume especially if you don't have an accent that you're just black uh, I'm going to say that with white people and I want to know is there a white culture because like I know there's rednecks I know there's like hippies and there's like all of these subgenres of I guess American culture. There's definitely an American culture that kind of runs through, but that American culture runs through everything. Like hip hop has its own culture, but then hip hop is also filters into American culture overall, which is another reason why I don't think that there's a certain cultural appropriation when white people of a certain age act a certain way like if you're 25 and you grew up in this country there's no way hip-hop hasn't influenced your life so there's no way that that's not part of you just intrinsically so like if you're just being hip-hop like michael rapaport i don't think he's appropriating black culture i think sometimes he sounds like an asshole when he tries to speak slang but he's a new york guy he grew up on new york hip-hop so i can't really fault him for talking the way he talks all the time I mean, sometimes he hams it up uh but i mean you can hear it it's it's honest and it's native to who he is max kellerman when i see him on espn i don't think he's faking i think he generally genuinely feels a part of the culture because he grew up in it uh so i think there's gonna be a certain aspect to that that he has in a genuine fashion now when people go well miley cyrus's dad was a country singer yeah but she also grew up during the height of fucking 90s you know commercialized 90s mainstream hip-hop Puff Daddy, Mace. I'm sure she listened to that shit. I don't think there was a way you could do that and not listen to it. And now that she got older and she went through her party hole phase, she wanted to go to trap music because that's the party hole music of you know, that's that's the party hole anthem. I'm sure you know, if, if, if Young Thoughts had an anthem it would probably be Future or the Migos singing it. Oh. Uh, but, I mean, that's the thing. Is I, I want to know, is there overriding white culture? Is there such a thing, for lack of a better word, than, as whiteness? Is there one thing that connects white people to each other, that crosses regional uh national eth ethnic i guess you could say ethnic because like italians germans you know italian german french canadian uh spanish which you know i know 
people think of Latinos as Hispanic and them having their own Hispanic culture. But the truth of the matter is all of that shit derives from Spain, which is European, which is white. Uh, And then you have the different mixes of those things. Uh, You know, Mexican, Dominican as a... uh, you know, more of the Spaniardy type Dominicans, um, Puerto Ricans, uh, you know, that are mixed with Native American and Spanish and some black and, you know, uh, more of a, a, a more of a mashup of different cultures colliding, which created its own culture. Because I know not all Latinos are the same. Not all Hispanics are the same. Shit, all Mexicans are the same. Cause you got Chicanos and you got actual Mexicans so uh, yeah is there whiteness is there one common thread you know other than you know I mean I'm not accusing anybody of it but other than white supremacy other than not being a minority that links all white people Because if there's not, then there's no white culture. Why, you know, what is it? I want to know. I want to know. Actually, I want to know what a white person thinks whiteness is. Because I don't see it. And it's got to be more than skin color. Because there's more than skin color that connects with American black people. There's a struggle, there's a history, there's a food and a musical history and a culture that connects us. And yeah, there's regional flavors on it because you had Harlem jazz and you got New Orleans jazz and you got Delta blues and, you know, all of that shit birthed hip hop. And even in hip hop, you got Northern, Southern, Midwestern, uh, West Coast styles, but it all speaks to a certain commonality, a general commonality that we have with one another. That's what a culture, that's what builds a culture. I don't see that with white people. I mean, I guess you could say, you know, the immigrant story of, you know, coming to Ellis Island, uh, you know, with you know, your grandfather came to Ellis Island with, you know, twelve cents and a and a and a and a and a, and a slice of bread in his pocket, and you know, shine shoes as a little boy, and he eventually saved up enough money to open a little storefront, and you know, your family's been, you know, here since you know whatever. But everybody doesn't say, share that same culture. Like, the way German immigrants came through was different than the way Italian immigrants were treated. Uh, the Irish were treated completely differently from everybody else. And for a long time, those immigrants, those immigrant communities battled each other for jobs and for prosperity in this country. Because, you know, the only thing that really connected them was that they could look at black people and be like well at least we're not them so I really want to know from a white perspective if there's such a thing as actual whiteness because I don't think there is and if there's not then you know what the fuck are we doing uh why are we going through all of these these trials and tribulations and different iterations of, of bullshit? Uh, you know, fighting partly over some shit that doesn't really exist. You know, there's no racial cultural clash. There's no actual thing such as whiteness. Now, people will say and this is where the false equivalency comes in well if there's no whiteness there's no blackness well no 
there is such a thing as blackness. Now, it may have been created. Uh, it may have been man-made. It may have been plucked out of the air. Uh, but there is such a thing as blackness. Because we see it in one another. Uh, you know, uh, at least in my view and, and what I've seen, blackness is not just a race. Black's not just a race in this country. Black is, it's a race, it's an ethnicity, and it's a nationality. Because I'm a black American. Uh, which is wholly different from black people in other countries because I've been to other countries with black people and we're not the same. Uh, there's a certain identity we feel, I guess. Uh, we recognize each other a little bit differently than we do with somebody else, but we're not the same. It's not the same thing. I don't feel the same way. Like when I went to the Dominican Republic. I didn't. I talked to them. Uh, first, there's a language barrier. Uh, but when even when you get past that, there's just cultural differences. The island people, they uh, they have a different sensibility about them than a black American. I. It's, it's just different. Uh, and I mean, I got the same feeling when I met. I got a different vibe when I met uh, black Haitians. Well, Haitians. Because I don't, I don't know if there are any other colored Haitians. Um, you know, I grew up around a bunch of Nigerians. Uh, I've known uh, Ghanaian people for long periods of time. And, you know, we're black. But I'm an American. It's just different. Um, but when I meet white people, white people in every state I've been to have been completely different. White people from Florida, uh, Florida, Georgia, pretty similar. New Orleans white people are completely fucking different from white people I've met anywhere else in the fucking world. Uh, I met. Uh, Northern California cowboys. I know Southern California hippies. Uh, you know, surfer types. Uh, rednecks. Know a lot of rednecks. Uh, have not personally met uh, any New York liberals, but I have met a, a white dude who grew up in fucking Brooklyn. And he was as hood as anybody I've ever fucking met. Uh, So, I mean, it's it's weird. Like, I, I know metalheads. I know people who are in all of these different subsets, and they just don't, like, they talk to other white people, and there's no common bond. Now, maybe that's the whole stigmatization of black skin. I don't know. Uh... Because we see each other as black before we see each other as anything else. And even uh, black people that I hate. Well, I shouldn't say hate. Black people that I don't necessarily vibe with. Even then, if we're put in certain situations, we identify with one another on a, on a base level. And we're like, oh, this is that bullshit. And we both know. And we both know because it's just something innate in that experience when we're faced with it that we're like yeah this is a common experience and not a common experience like you know uh, we were there at the same time when it happened like I'll relate the story to him and he's like yeah I've dealt with the same bullshit in a completely different state at a completely different time uh, the best example of it uh, the lone black senator in the senate uh, Tim Scott I think he's from South Carolina. Very conservative. Relays stories on the on the floor of the Senate about how DC police just randomly stop him for no reason. Uh, super Republican, hate everything Barack Obama did, but 
on that one touchdown. He looked at it and he's like, no, I've experienced this too. This is real. Uh, now, is there something bad to say about that what built our culture is struggle? Is uh, a struggle for rights? A struggle for humanity? Uh, in a country that we were all born in? Yeah, that's why I say black culture was created uh, because we should be as regionalized and as uh, ethnocentric, ethnocentric as everybody else. Like if my family originated from Ghana, those traditions should have been passed down and I should be as different as a kid that was born here on the same day, same time, same state, but his parents are from Nigeria. We should be that different. But we're not. We we just not. Like uh, Jeremy's born in North Carolina. I was born in California. Uh, he's, you know, a couple years older than me. We didn't grow up in the same place. We just ended up in Austin, at the same time. But we got a lot in common. And when we talk about stories about from when we were kids, a lot of that is common. And it shouldn't be that way, but it is. And I want to know if there's a thing because I know there's Midwestern culture. I know that whole factory town thing. Uh, you know, you had Appalachian people grew up in people grew up in Appalachia, and all of those people had something in common. But that's more regional. That's not a race thing. Like, I guess it'd be different to be black in Appalachia than it is to be white in Appalachia because I don't think there's many black people up there. I don't think there's many black coal miners in West Virginia. Uh, and even then, I'm pretty sure they would still have an identity and an affinity toward that overall general black culture because they would more than likely, uh, due to the times, suffer through that same struggle. So, uh, that's really all I wanted to say. I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, and see, you know, I want to know, you know, what is, you know, what is that? Is there such a thing as whiteness? Is there such a thing as white American culture? You know, what, if you're white, what makes you white? Because I think too much of the emphasis of these racial conversations and think pieces and everything else, it's going over the same tired ass territory of blackness. Like and it's putting too much onus on black people to try and fix the perceptions of what makes us valid to somebody else. We already know why we are who we are and how we got here. We know how we got here. Uh, and how our perception of what we know the perception of other people. We know what our perception is. Uh, we know what other people's perception of us is. I think we waste too much time on that. I think a lot of people need to actually sit back and think about, you know, what makes you, you. Cause I know it makes me me, and you know it makes, you know, you know it shapes, shapes that perception of black people. And I'm not saying we're monolith. I'm not saying that we're all the same. We're not all the same, but there are certain commonalities in who we are, how society sees us, uh, how we move. You know, uh, you know, I. I don't want to say our thought processes, but yeah. So people know that there's thousands of books, thousands of uh, hundreds of documentaries. Uh, you can just talk to people on the street and you won't get the exact same answer, but you're going to get similar answers. And when it all comes back down, I mean, it's just like when they say, well, how come every time somebody, you know, mentions something, 
uh, or something goes wrong, black people immediately go to slavery because it happened and because it affected all of us. Like, that was the basis of black American culture. If there was no slavery, there would be no black American culture. We would just be a bunch of people uh, from wherever the fuck we were from and bringing that ethnicity or that na uh, nationality over here. You know, oh, well, this dude's, this dude's family is from Senegal and... You know, he opened his family opened a Senegali rest a Senegali Senegalese. I don't know how to say that fucking thing. Uh, you know, but you know what the fuck I mean. Like we would have brought that over here, but instead everybody got lumped in. All right, these are Negroes. Uh, put them all together, break the families up, mix everything together, and then you come out the other side. It's, that was the basis of our culture. That was the basis of our music. That was the basis of our looks. That was the basis of our social structure, our patterns that we carry to this day. So people can say, well, if there's no whiteness, there's no blackness. Well, no, there's obviously blackness because that's what it was. That's what it came out of. And I'm talking about this strictly from an American perspective. I know somebody from another country, a black person from another country is thinking this motherfucker is crazy. No, I'm not talking about you guys. I'm talking about us, black Americans. This is a, a strictly from that perspective and in that realm. And that's why I want to know, like, is whiteness solely based on not being other other meaning a racial minority uh, Native American uh, because not even all Native Americans are the same like they all have different cultures and traditions and whatnot. Uh, but not being Native you know his whiteness based on not being Native American not being Polynesian not being Asian not being black uh, not speaking Spanish I guess which is fucking weird because I don't understand how the fuck I mean, Spanish obviously came from Spain, uh, which they're white. Like, if you accept Italians, which actually Italians are Latins also. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, shit, I think Italian is based off of Latin, just like fucking Spanish is and just like Portuguese is. But for some reason, that shit's just not in this country that's looked at as other like that's one of those weird languages that they speak in one of those other countries but whatever um yeah i just want to know like what makes you you i want to find that out because i think once we unpack that part of the puzzle then we can see the entire picture you can see where that cultural clash comes in we can see where the cultural appropriation is bullshit because I think we all appropriate each other's culture. I mean, shit. You know, I'm not going to... I'm not going to... Like I said, I'm not going to go out and wear any other culture's fucking hat. You know, their sacred hat. Which I think the whole idea of a sacred hat is a little silly. Uh, but, you know, I'm not going to go out and wear a Native American headdress. I'm not going to put a bendy in the middle of my forehead but then again I'm not a girl so uh I'm not gonna do any of that dumb shit uh I, you know I don't get fucking henna tattoos you know I've lived in Hawaii for years I don't have a fucking you know Samoan tribal or Hawaiian tribal tattoo on my face or my fucking arm or going down my leg cause I'm not from that you know that's not me like to me when I see somebody who's not from that or not 100% committed into that culture rocking shit like that you, you look like a fucking asshole and I mean black people are not fucking immune it is I, you know what I mean niggas I see with fucking kanji tattooed on their body I have no idea what the fucking any of that shit means <laughs> like you know I, I get the whole is kind of insulting I, I guess on some base like small level yes it's a little insulting but if you can't take being if your culture can't take being just a little bit insulted 
it's a weak ass fucking culture. Uh, and then you can just look at it and be like, yeah, I guess it's insulting, but that guy, he just, it ultimately looks bad on that person because they look like an asshole. Um, yeah, it's time for me to get the fuck off here because I'm starting to repeat myself. But yeah, that's the question. Uh, what is cultural appropriation? Uh, is it bad? Uh, what is cultural appropriation to you? Uh, is it bad? Uh, if it is bad, is it that big of a deal? And then to all the white people who might be listening to this, and, and the black people, I want to hear everybody's opinions on this because this is what interests me outside of drinking and partying and doing dumb shit. Uh, what makes you white? Like, is there such a thing as whiteness? Because if they're not, if there's not anything such a thing as whiteness, uh, what are we doing? Like, why is there any racial strife or disharmony if there's no thread, no common thread to being white? I don't get it. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, uh, let me hear you in the comments. Uh, talk to you on Twitter, whatever, Instagram. I don't really give a shit. There's a billion ways to get a hold of us. We have a Facebook page. I actually check it uh, daily. Uh, yeah, we want to. I want to hear from you. I'm sure Jeremy would be interested in hearing about it. And if we get some feedback, some interesting feedback, or somebody wants to have a conversation, me and Jeremy get together again. Uh, we do it on the regular Whatever Man podcast. Uh, but for right now, uh, this is the Nameless Update podcast, uh, on Cinco de Mayo. And, uh, I'm out. Talking about. Talking about something deep, Holmes, like, what is life, Holmes? What is it about? Talking, do we just go in the ground, or is there something after all this stuff, Holmes? Like, what is later, Holmes?